Good morning to everybody. Be'ezra Hashem. We're up to share number 423. We're learning today Le'iloi Nishmas Chana Rivka Bas Nacham Tzvi Hakayin and Le'refua Shalema Rivka Bas Ma'ama. Okay, getting back to our Malacha of Kosev. So we have an interesting question which comes up quite often and that is torn pages. In other words, somebody has a torn page, whether it's in a sitter, a chumash, a sefer. Uh, many times you have it in a bencher or somebody on, on Shabbos wants to sing Zemiris or the like. So the said the question is, could one put together, the page is, is separated, and they now want to put the, you know, put it back together. We're not talking about taping it or the like, just putting it together. So, and it's just make it easier to read or it's plus plain and push it, part of the bencher and part of the sitter. So Lemaisa Reb Moshe brings down that, um, the question and answer sort of in the Igris Moshe Yeredeya Chelik Beis Simen Ayin Hey and the Sefer Lam the Sefer Shabbos Home quotes it on page eleven. He says like this: Lamaisa to make a long story short that it is allowed, it is permitted to put together two halves of a torn page. A torn page, it's allowed to be put together. Again, we're not talking about tape or the like, just simply putting it one next to another, even though you might have letters torn in the middle. We spoke about last time the question of putting two full letters together, not a problem, but over here it's torn in the middle and letters are torn down, um, uh, you know, each le- the, the letters where it's torn the page, it's torn the letters in the middle also. But it's not a problem putting it together. Why? Since any torn letters are generally recognizable through looking at one half of the page and putting the half together merely makes it makes the page easier to read obviously when it's all together it makes it easier however he brings down the mice that if one knows that there are some unrecognizable letters then in other words if they read it they're not going to Ramosha says in, in the truth if they read it they, they push it they have to they have to start figuring it out and it's push it it's not recognizable you can't figure out you know what the word says so he says like this Lamais however if, if one knows that there are some unrecognizable letters then it would talk be a problem one may not put the two halves together to read the letters but Ramosha does bring down the mindset that one should not be worried, you know, like, uh, what do we call unrecognizable? I could read it, but maybe if I have to figure it out, uh, what a person shouldn't be nervous, says Ramosha. In other words, in general, like the, the, the Ramosha says and quotes him the uh, Sefer Shabbos home, that generally, though, one need not be concerned that there are unrecognizable letters and one would be allowed to put it together. It's only whereby one sees clear that it's mamish, unreadable, that would be running into a problem. Just to read through the Lushan from the Igris Moshe, interesting how he says that at what level would one have to be nervous where it could be a problem? Um, in other words, if one has to mamish put it, but simsum, mamish has to line up the letters. They, they just push it. They can't read it. They have to mamish put it together where it's lined up perfectly. Only then they can read it. Then we'll be running into a problem. But in general, he says it's not a problem at all. An interesting thing he says, the doesn't say for that Lamaisa. We spoke about last time, the Mishabur talks about when there's um, lettering on the Chudei Hadaf, in other words, on the on the side of, 
uh, either a safer, in other words, on the page side where you open and close the pages, uh, either on a safer, lahavdalana book or the like, for example, you know, Brooklyn Library or one of those things. So thereby, every time you open and close, um, could be running into a problem of kaisev and on Shabbos. So we mentioned that in general, you know, most shitas say it's not a problem. Uh, there are those who wanted to be machbed, but he brings down the maisa. If somebody does it, it's definitely yesh for sure, but he brings down an interesting eitz if one wants to you know, um, you know, get out of this uh, problem totally and, and uh, go lakuli He says, alternatively, one can avoid the problem by inserting a sheet of paper between the pages before Shabbos. In other words, one has a say for the book or whatever, and there's writing on the chudei adaf on, on the side where the one opens and closes the pages, and one is nervous. He doesn't want to come into issues of this opening and closing constantly on Shabbos. So just simply stick in a piece of paper, thereby so that the lettering remain broken even when the book is closed. Close at a safe is closed, open and closed during Shabbos. You have a, you have a, um, you have something in there, either a card or a paper, lemaisa, so that would prevent it um, from coming together, the letter lettering coming together or being broken apart. Bechlal and one could be yaitza lekuliyama. You don't have to do it, but it's a eitz a to cover all shitas. Now the interesting question we spoke about last time, uh, Mishabura talks about the um, enforcing of lettering. If one has a cut-out letter, not to put it onto, not to fasten it onto a background. So he brings down interesting. Does it say for Shabbos home? Um, on page 12, interesting that it would be also to attach at, at uh, you have the person makes a simcha, an afruf, a gata'ifin, a bar mitzvah, the like, and they might have chocolate letters. A lot of times they're chocolate letters that come just plain, the plain chocolate. So it brings down the mice of putting it on. One wants to tzaku, atta- attach it to the cake and, and put the cake on the table. So he brings that with Takabi also to do to attach the molded out chocolate letters um, to the cake since the letters have no base and become embedded in the cake or its frosting. And that would be ke'ilu, like we said, uh, putting, you know, cut out letters onto a backing. I just wanted to mention, when we talk about moichek erasing, uh, we'll get a little bit more into the issue of um, either biting or breaking into lettering uh, with one's mouth as far as eating or the like. Uh, we're not going to get into that now. That That's part of moichek erasing. But I do want to mention, I know a lot of, I've heard in the past over the years that a lot of the bakeries, what they do is, since there's issues with the lettering and breaking and putting it on the cake and so on, but they just put it sort of like on a on a piece of chocolate is already written out either happy birthday, birthday or mazel tov or whatever the case is, um, it's like on a piece of chalk and they put just put that on top of the cake like this, there's no... Um you know, cut out chocolate letters that's going on a backing and there's no, uh, they, people, uh, no running into issues of uh, breaking into lettering, whether it's cutting the cake, which we're going to talk about. It, it just comes like ready-made on that backing and they just put it onto the cake. That would be pers- perfectly fine because they're just putting a piece of chocolate on the cake. I think it's usually chocolate or a piece of cardboard or whatever. Uh, they just put that right onto the cake. There's no, nobody's, uh, the, the letters are already written either on the, um, on the background, which is chocolate or a red on the piece of cardboard and that just goes right up onto the cake and then taking that off by the way there's no boy or anything like that it just they just take it off with the entire lettering and nothing is broken into so that's just an idea that a lot of bakeries I've heard about in the past um, do to avoid all these problems of when it comes to cakes and mazel tov and, and birthdays and these type of vinyanim so just to end off, we've discussed in the past also, he brings down the Maisa, does the Sefer Shabbos home, that uh, one also has to be careful in conjunction, we should be talking only about Simchas, Bezrus, Hashem, Yisbarach, um, but it's taka also to carve out or mold any food items 
in a meaningful shape, which we've discussed quite a number of times. For example, he brings a simple example. Sometimes one has these these little gadgets that do it for them, but uh, to carve out, um, for example, pieces of melon into a shape of a flower um, and these type or even cutting out, the, he says, cutting out a piece of cake in the shape of a letter or the like. Again, any type of tziurim picture type molding, uh, I don't want to use the word statues, but a, a uh, figure like a flower or the like or a letter or a number. Um, and a gesund and all these things have to be avoided. Brings out one last thing interesting. A lot of times people uh, mold out a, a, a tuna fish by, by Shalashudas, I guess, a tuna fish or egg salad in the shape of a fish. Also, I've seen that in the past. Uh, some members of my family are in the catering business. We've seen that also. So, again, the same thing. You have a tsuri, you have a mold of a fish, um, whether done by hand or whether done with one of these gadgets that mold it out for you, one has to be careful. Okay, we'll stop here. Now, as far as cutting in, let's say these things were done before Shabbos, for example, and they were done the right way. The question is cutting, like we've said about the, and the, happy, the famous happy birthday cake, cutting into that and into these molds and whatever. We'll talk about all that when we get to the Melach of Kais, if we want to take it step by step. First, let's understand that all these things should not be made on Shabbos. If they were done the right way, how to go about it, we'll talk about that by Ezra Hashem when we talk about Moichek um, erasing. Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. Batzlach Araba Kol Tov.